This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3, the fan home of the Cowboys. We are live on Radio Row, and we want to salute our sponsors, then jump into some Cowboys Twitter. It's been an NBA trade deadline uh, Thursday, and a lot of Mavs angles and buyout candidates are already, the, the market for buyouts is already forming very quickly, and I believe the Mavs are going to be in on a couple of these guys. We'll get you that detail in just a second. Uh, Salute to our presenting sponsor here of Radio Row, Rally House, your home for officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House, and also Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free, windownation.com. Salute to all of our guests for joining us on the A number one air hot seat, A number one air, the heating, electric, and plumbing pros. Okay, Mavs did nothing, and disappointing, because the, the... that was a weird sound. The The Nuggets got Thomas Bryant from the Lakers, a guy that makes their front court even more physical uh, and better rebounders. And, and right now, you know, I, I think Denver, Golden State, and Phoenix healthy would be more than the Mavs could handle. They're going to have to get better defensively and rebounding. And the good news about those moves is they don't require a lot of resources. I think you could address this uh, in, in the buyout market. Um, Amongst the guys that are moving and, and could be bought out, John Wall went back to Houston, and you know that's, that's going nowhere. He already sat out the entire year for them last year. Reggie Jackson went to Charlotte for Plumlee. Charlotte's expected to buy out Reggie Jackson, right, Wolchuk? Yes, so that's the, that's the latest. They're expected to buy out Reggie Jackson. And then uh, we talked about Serge Ibaka. He's expected to get waived as well. So those are two guys that are out there. And I, you know, the Mavericks have to. Like they, they, and I, they, they were trying to trade Christian Wood, right? And I commend them for doing so. They learned what happened last year with the Brunson situation. You don't want to let a player like that leave for nothing. They made the offer to extend Christian Wood. He's saying, I don't want to do that right now. I want to see what I can get probably in free agency. That's the advice of his agent. Mike Basic says he's got a bad agent. Well, maybe he does. Maybe he got some bad advice because I don't think you're going to get more from what the Mavericks are offering via extension in free agency. We'll see. Christian Wood's going to bite that bullet. Most likely he walks because I don't think the Mavericks like him and want him on their roster long term anyway. But you've got some guys now, and you're in a position with Kyrie and Luka. you got to go for this thing. You see the KD move with Phoenix. You got two guys in Ibaka and Jackson. Will Barton's the guy we just talked about who was great with the Nuggets last year. Bro. We get more into him. There's some names here that can really help your basketball team. So yeah. even though the trade deadline is done, it's come and gone, now's the time. It's like a second wave of free agency here. It really is, you know, as as teams and players are seeing eye-to-eye more in these kind of buyout situations. I'm kind of surprised so many quality players are available, but you're trying to do solids for guys so you can foster that relationship with their agent. And a lot of veteran guys 
guys don't want to be sitting around on rebuilding teams, especially if they're towards the end of their contract. They want an opportunity. So it could potentially be great news for the Mavericks. We'll just have to wait and see of what they can get finalized in the next 24 to 48 hours. Fingers are crossed JaVale McGee can be more of a factor. Everybody was more energized and engaged last night than we've seen the Mavs supporting cast. McGee, you know, here's the thing. They say he's out to lunch a lot. Maybe if you have enough times to practice over the course of three or four months, things can become second nature, and he can be that JaVale McGee that's been very popular for really good playoff teams over the last couple of years, and that's my hope. But Micah just walking by, giving us some love. I just waved to Micah, Micah Parsons. So I wanted to tell him to come sit with us. Please okay. come sit with us. That's, uh, that's beautiful because as we open Cowboys Twitter, I got some Micah Parsons content for you. Hello. Uh, can't lie. I'm developing – a severe case of social anxiety. Yeah? Got to circle back with you guys on Serge Ibaka. Yes. Yeah. I asked if Ibaka's, I said, Ibaka, too bad? Answer was probably older than his listed age. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. we got a birth certificate situation? Yeah. Old Danny Almane. Yeah. Interesting. So, so just, maybe not yeah. think about, we know about what they think about. Uh, the, uh, the other player uh, that, uh, that we were Reggie Jackson. About. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. They like Reggie Jackson, they like so maybe Reggie a Baca Jackson. they're not into. They're not into a Baca. Yeah. So I want Will Barton now anyways. Yeah. Go get yeah. me Will. Will Barton's exciting. You want to get better on defense. I don't think that's a Baca. I think he is still good enough to help you rebounding-wise, but his minutes per game have really crashed this year. Okay, Cowboys Twitter. Top tweets going viral about America's team at times from America's team, and that's where we start here with Micah Parsons. I can't lie, I'm developing a severe case of social anxiety, says Micah. DFW, ready to relax when you see the superstar. What is your reaction when you see a Cowboy superstar? I know you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it, and you're so excited. The next thing you know, uh, you know you're asking for an autograph. Some other people are like, oh, sweet, there's Micah Parsons. I don't want to bother him. You know, yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe that's more of what he's looking for uh, at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Micah says people are making it impossible for me to enjoy my time in public settings. Mm. I empathize with them. You know, Brian, I know some people are people person and they love it. They're like, yeah, I love talking. Other people are like, yeah, I like talking to a couple of people per day. But maybe not 25, um, you know, people that I, I, I don't know. So I, I, I do feel for Micah a little bit. I, I know, you know, uh, introvert celebrities have to make the decision. Do, do they go in disguise? Do they send people out to do their errands? Or do they just become reclusive themselves? You know, well, uh, hopefully Micah doesn't suffer too much through this. You know, I think Micah will always, I know he's talking about it right now, and he's to the point where people are always going to come up to him and ask him questions or want to be a that part of his time but man i think that you mentioned that social anxiety part of it that would kill him he loves going to sporting events he does he loves going to the stars he loves going to penn state wrestling Mm -hmm. he loves he will get on a plane and go somewhere to be a part of it yeah you know he enjoys that and i hope that never that part of him never goes you know some of these athletes just like say they throw up the hands and say i'm not going to deal with it that kid likes to be in the middle of it, hey man. you know, and I hope we don't take that away from him. I've got uh, I, I got Micah's bag 110%. I, I love the openness in which he's constantly sharing and preaching how he feels, what he thinks, and I've said this before, when he's gotten criticized for the Jalen Hurts comments or, or whatever it might be, uh, you know, talking about Dak after the game, even though he didn't go out of his way to say it, but you could tell 
he he basically felt the defense did our job in this. We played well enough to win. I don't blame him. The offense needs to do their part as well. And he was 100% right. I mean, Ryan, you know, we go back, we watch the All-22. That's exactly what the tape showed you yeah. as well. The offense left plays out there on the field. I, I, I like that Mike has shared this. Uh, I'm somebody that takes an anxiety medication I have for the last couple of years. It's made an, an amazing help in my life. And I was somebody that never wanted to ask for help in that area. I knew that I dealt with something. I didn't know how to pinpoint it. Uh, and I didn't really know what it was. I talked with a doctor about it uh, with the suggestion and guidance of my family after I opened up to them. And my doctor said, all right, I'll prescribe you something very small. And I've been taking it ever since then. It's helped me in those areas as well. And for other people that are struggling or deal with that kind of anxiety socially, don't ever feel like you can't open up, say how you're feeling, and talk about it because it's important. Yeah, social anxiety is a big deal, and I, I think a lot of times people think that they're broken or something because they don't mix it up like extroverts do, or you know they they, they think that they're a little bit different. But I think a lot of people are going through something similar. Okay, I love this next one here in Cowboys Twitter because we need to put pressure on the Cowboys. Hopefully, being shamed from their horrible cap management and watching their division rival win another Super Bowl. If there is any silver lining to that cloud. It would be uh, that the Cowboys get a get a message. Anyway, we go to uh, former Cowboy coach Jimmy Johnson saying, "Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie uh, called Mike Florio, wondering what Jerry Jones meant when he said the Eagles bet it all for one year." Uh, Jimmy Johnson saying, "I have no idea." That's a roasting, isn't it? Oh, that's it, a roasting on social media of your Cowboys. Yes, dude. And, and I think we should all. I mean, it sucks because it's him and uh, him and what uh, Jeffrey Lurie yeah. of the Eagles that are going back and forth with each other. And it's like uh, it, it sucks that this is the case, but it probably is exactly what Jerry needs to to see. Like, what what are you talking about? You're not making any sense here. What the Eagles have done, and to an extent, maybe they got a little bit lucky, like getting all that they got uh, for Carson Wentz. Even when that happened, we're all going, really, Indianapolis? That's what we're going to have to give up here for it. Uh, but it's still, I mean, they were forward-thinking with the Jalen Hurts move. They've collected all these assets. Once they give Jalen Hurts the contract, if they do that, then things might change a little bit. But it doesn't change the fact that they have a ton in the way of draft capital. And if they use it properly, they're going to be here to stick around for a while. They can get next year with Hurts at rookie level. Then they could backload a contract. They could really be in the thick of the Super Bowl for 24 as well, 23 and 24. This could be a really a three-year run by, by the Eagles, uh, no doubt about it. And, you know, who knows, maybe they use one of these draft picks to take another quarterback, and if they find a good one, maybe, maybe they could keep the cycle rolling. Kind of feel like that Philadelphia is going to be in a mode of maybe taking that extra one that they have, and somebody's going to want it, and yep. they're going to get another next year's one. They're just going to keep moving that next year's one down the road until you get a list of quarterbacks that it's like, okay, we're going to sit here now. It makes sense. We have to pick a guy. We're going to pick a guy. But they're always going to have that chip in their back pocket of being able that next year's one just keep moving it, and Mm. you could could always assure yourself of having two first-round picks. Do you think Jimmy being critical – will anger jerry more so than no. somebody else or no. is that just in one ear out the other that's that's two gentlemen jimmy jimmy knows what his relationship is with jerry they vice versa it's you know what i, I think that jerry I, I think that uh jimmy johnson's very honest about things you know to me though it's different when 
you're debating what the best strategy is, right? And you're like, no, I think it's to get in the playoffs every year and hope it's your turn to win four games in a row. And somebody else says, no, you got to go all in and then take like two years off. When the other person is just being like, I don't know, kind of weird, they still think that's the way. Or they think we only are going to get one year out of it. And you kind of like wink and laugh about. Yeah. When you're debating with somebody – and instead of engaging, they kind of look like, oh, you think that? <laughs> you know, it really makes you look at the man in the mirror a little bit and say, holy cow, maybe I am off. We got to run. Woolchuck's top 10 at 420 coming up next. Where are we going with that? We got the top 10 Super Bowls of all time. Our mm. buddy Will Brinson, CBS Sports, put out a list. How'd Will do? Let's grade him next on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, welcome back. It is the GBAC Nation segments brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Come online at truckwreck.com. Now here he is, the top 10 at 420, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much. I've got the top 10 Super Bowls ranked by our buddy Will Brinson of CBS Sports. Hello. How's it going, man? Having fun? Uh, All right. We're going to get into that. If you have a favorite Super Bowl, go ahead and let us know. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053.truckrec.com. Lee Steinberg watch. Oh, Lee's around. Wow. Right, yeah, He's still of, with us. Golly, I can, <laughs> can smell Lee, actually. I can see those veneers from a mile away. <laughs> what are you I talking can't about? Believe. I'm so happy about it. was the first time I'd ever actually had an interaction with a corpse before, and it was kind of fun. <laughs> what are you doing? What? What are you doing? You're going to get us in trouble. No, legend. He can't hear us. No, he can't. But um, everybody that's listening he can. can during the interview. His, no daughter, his daughter works in Dallas. Oh, his daughter listens to the show. She's a Tolo. She yeah. is. 
Well, um, your dad's we a love hero. Your dad. yeah. we, he Eric loves. is a jerk. And he had a good dad. run. He, Eric, what? He represents Patrick Mahomes, bro. Yeah, he's dominant. Yeah, he's. we've seen Gracie walking around, too. She's dominant as well. Um, now, Dak, <laughs> really quick, before we slide into the top ten, Dak talked as he was across from us over there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm the echoing number. the sentiments of everybody that listened yesterday. The sleep number situation. <laughs> we also had one this earlier today as well um, that, that was a problem. All right, now that's crossing the line. It is. But Dak was asked about the Kellen Moore situation, him leaving. He said, I'm upset, but I'm happy for him. And I think that ultimately this is a good thing, and, and it's important growth here for Dak. Did you say that, or did Dak say it was a good thing? That's what I'm saying. It's oh, a good thing. I thought you were saying for Dak what? Said Dak it. just said, I'm upset, but I'm happy for him. As in okay. He's happy for Kellen, okay. but he's upset that Kellen's gone. Okay. Uh, but I'm overall thinking it's a good thing for Dak. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to spin it to a positive. I get Dak being upset, mm-hmm. but I think we need growth for both individuals. And yeah. I think sometimes the best thing is the break off. And we're going to break away. We're going to go our separate ways. And Dak, we're going to hopefully uh, groom and blossom under McCarthy and, and Schottenheimer. And now, Kellen, you go have fun with your new toy, Justin Erber. Yeah, and and I uh, I'm sure Dak. I mean, him and him and Kellen have been boys since Dak since they were teammates together, right? So I do wonder a little bit how that how that makes Dak feel. But there's probably that fresh start feeling inside of him that gives some sort of excitement, uh, you know, going on here because you've been in the same relationship for a long time now. It is probably time to broaden some horizons, and it's a shame that we're still looking for you to bloom at 30 years old. Uh, but you can be a late bloomer, and we'll be fine with it. Here's what I'm thinking on this, guys. I, I think Dak, uh, I'm kind of like you, Wolchuk. He doesn't like the departure because, you know, he was the alpha in that room, and uh, he didn't have to, you know, really work to satisfy a guy in Kellen Moore. You know, it's not a demanding coach. He's daddy. He beat Kellen Moore on the football field. He's be- better at quarterback. And, you know, Kellen's not going to push really hard. It's kind of like having a substitute teacher in sixth grade if you're the class clown. You're like, this is great. No resistance. I'm going to get my bag today. You know, maybe you'd learn better if you had somebody that made you a little bit more uncomfortable. And not that Dak took advantage of the relationship. I I just think it's natural. You get things your way if a beta like Kellen Moore is your offensive coordinator. Yeah, shout out to the 201. Wow, that is disrespectful, Eric. What a douche. Um, But then again, we get the 214. Eric, one of the funniest mofos on radio. And hey, I, man, that's I, just that's the I way agree. the fan texts go. I agree with the 214. I know you do. Um, <laughs> it's amazing what he overcomes. No, the, to, the 201 to called you level. the douche. Not the, two, the 214 said you were funny. Uh, I said I agree with the 201. Oh, you agree with the 201. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were agreeing with the 201. No, My but bad. now I do agree with the 201. All right. <laughs> I don't right. have your back anymore. Go I'm believe yourself. Go give Lee a kiss right. on the cheek. Top 10 <laughs> Super Bowls of all time. What's your favorite? We've got the 214 Super Bowl. Super Bowl 31. Packers. I know. That's your New favorite. England. Super Bowl 32, Denver over Green Bay from the 214. That's the first Super Bowl that I remember watching. I'll tell you what, that you're right. That was the Super Bowl after. That's that Elway was, and Elway. that other guy. Yeah, Elway. And they had, I'll tell you what, uh, Terrell Davis was dealing with a migraine in that game. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get it done. I, was, I had left Green Bay to go to Philadelphia. And how would you guys feel about this real quick? You leave a team and they're back in the Super Bowl the next year. 
do you want them to win the Super Bowl? Are you okay with the other team winning because as, you're not there? As a scout, I think I'd be good because most of those players I still had a hand in. As the coach, I'd be like, crap, I'm not as important as I thought I that's, was. That's kind of no. what I was thinking. I'm like, I, I'm thinking like, yeah. man, we had some good players, but they're back. They're like better than they were when we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. I was watching that Super Bowl like, Come on, Elway, this is your time, bro. <laughs> well, the helicopter just went off. Oh. oh, Davis is out of the game. No, what are they doing here? Yeah, you know? <laughs> that was an outstanding Super Bowl. It was. That it was, was. in uh, San Diego, I believe. Of course, our, our guy, Black and Gold B, texted in at Super Bowl 44, that onside kick to start the second half. Oh, Black, Saints yeah. ultimately winning it. The pick six to shield that. Uh, Sean Payton. 8-1-7 going with the Rams and the Titans. 3-2-5 is going Cardinals-Steelers. That was a good Super Bowl. That was a great one. For me, I kind of think that one gets my vote. We talked about this the other day. The amount of big plays back and forth that went through with that what uh, was simply outstanding. I think we're about to get uh, one of our guys coming out oh, and sitting down. Oh, PFF Steve, baby. It's time right. to party. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, we're go- No, no, it's, it, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, Steve, no doubt. We were going through we like to party. the top ten. I do a top ten at 420 every day. We're going through the best Super Bowls of all time, Steve. So I don't know if you have a favorite when we talk about this. Well, from New England, so I've got some biases. Uh-huh. So it's not going to be uh, – He's like, a big fan it's, of 2007. It's like, it's not the Giants Super Bowl. That doesn't, that doesn't make the cut. we got, you know, Patriots Seahawks, Patriots Falcons. Those have to be up. Patriots Rams. Those are probably the top three, right? <laughs> yeah, those are the greatest. Those of all are the time. greatest. And when they beat these uh, these Eagles all those years ago, remember? Didn't yeah, that they? was that was that was a pretty easy win. Well, is is Patriots Seahawks the the Malcolm Malcolm Butler? Butler? Yeah, that's probably the best one though, right? For, yeah, Brady fourth quarter comeback down ten plus Malcolm Butler with the game winning interception. Yeah, like there. the Falcons one was outstanding, but that fourth yeah. quarter both teams brilliant. The defense. And Brady was sensational in that fourth quarter against Seattle as well. Yeah. That one to me, I don't know why I, I just kind of placed it ahead of the twenty-eight to three comeback. Yeah, I mean, because that, that was such like a one-sided thing. I think off the top of my head, you know, something like Elway versus Favre was a good just back and forth mm-hmm. game. It was less dramatic than some of the other ones. Just a good back and forth game, though. Back in what ninety-seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve. So real quick before we before we jump into questions with you, I'm just going to rattle off Will's list here. Number ten was Steelers Cardinals. That was strong, 27 man. 27-3 yeah. with the Steelers. Oh, what a game. And if you have any comments, Steve, please feel free. Number nine, we got the Jets Colts, uh, the Jets Colts, 16-7, Joe Namath. Oh, the memories. Yes, yeah, yep. before Legendary. the merger. Yeah. Lee, Lee Steinberg loved that one. He did. I did, too. <laughs> Number eight, Rams-Titans, 23-16. to 16. Incredible the finish. one yard. Yeah, yeah, the finish, yeah. Kevin Dyson extending Mike Jones with the tackle. 20-16, to 16, Super Bowl with the uh, 49ers beating the Bengals. In Detroit. Oh, yeah. so much drama. Dramatic. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Giants over the Bills, 20-19. The missed oh. kicks got Norwood. Number Sad. five, this one we can skip, but it's the Steelers over the Cowboys, 35-31. to 31. We are the home of the Cowboys. We don't need to Understood. talk about it. Oh, Lynn Swan, overrated play, most overrated play Unbelievable. in sports history. Uh, Jackie Smith, he must be the sickest man in America. That's true. Number four is Patriots over Falcons. There you go, Steve. There we the go. comeback, 34-28. Number three, Eagles over Patriots, 41-33. to 33. It was a great yeah. game. It was, was a great game. The Philly-Philly special was pretty incredible by Doug Peterson, Brian Sky over here. Number two is Giants over Patriots, 17-14. to 14. The helmet Catch. But number one, greatest Super Bowl over time, according to Will Brinson, CBS Sports, who was the MVP of the media party, Patriots, Seahawks, 28-24. Wow. Malcolm Butler with the game winner. Wait, Great what was – I saw Will a little bit at the media party, but early. What happened? Oh. Late. He I was, was going to say – 
I mean, I saw where things were going early, so I assume yeah. what yeah. happened they late. They finished, uh, you know, the, the I think the Buck alcohol. Wild. The, Buck the wild. bourbon got the best of I got it. I, I understood. So yeah. what do you think about our Cowboys when it comes to PFF and everything you're diving in? We, we talked to Sam earlier in the week. But what do the numbers show you? How, how close are the Cowboys to maybe being in this big game? Look, I think they're close. I mean, I, I know I know Sam's take on Dak Prescott and all that stuff, but and I, our PFF grades probably uh, match what Sam's take is, which is we've seen Dak, from a grading standpoint, play better when he has better playmakers. And I know that oversimplifies football, but there is this pattern in his career. Once they got Amari Cooper, middle of 2018, we saw Dak's production go up. And it's not just Amari Cooper, it's having – three guys like I thought the CD lamb draft pick a couple years ago was genius right you yeah. get the best player at this and receiver is a high value position it's not what it used to be 20 years ago I think that's the impact position and I think there's a great strategy in the NFL both tactically and strategically having multiple playmakers right tactically you want the defense to account for three and four people and then when there are injuries, you need to have fallback players. You just can't move the ball. Yeah. So having Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup as your three, and then Dalton Schultz is just this work-the-middle-of-the-field tight end, which is what he is, you see a completely different team than when Dalton Schultz is your number two option. So I really think Dak, is his production has fluctuated with the supporting cast, which is okay. That's not a knock on him. You can argue $40 million, Is that worth it? Should he carry the team? But that's just the truth of the situation. So I think once Dallas – gets back to that you know keep the offensive line make it good enough but attack at playmaker that's when you start to really get to have a chance to play in championship games how good is this protection and is that sufficient can we can we bank that and focus on the skill yeah I, I know both of the teams in the Super Bowl now have excellent offensive lines I don't think you need that though right I mean I know we all tend to say hey these are the teams in the Super Bowl do what they do but I think you just need to be good enough on the offensive line absolutely Dallas is good enough on the offensive line you don't need to have a top five line like dallas did for many years right but that's the thing right the eagles have had they're, they're actually my favorite example because they've had a great offensive line by our numbers and a great pass rush by our numbers since 2015 it was maybe one year in there 19 i think it was when they got hurt great offensive line great pass rush they haven't been a great team the entire time though they were in 2017 when they made the super bowl in this year mm -hmm. and the difference was on the perimeter for them mm -hmm. they had excellent receiving core excellent corners in 2017 and in this year so keep that foundation strong and then win on the perimeter staying on the quarterback in the offense when mike mccarthy is talking about taking over play calling and more west coast stuff maybe more slants more throwing to running backs how could that benefit dak i mean i think if you replace some of the running game with with the pass game i think that's great i mean it, look you have to have answers right i mean that's that's offense in the nfl you have to have answers and that's my favorite thing about the Eagles again this weekend is they have games where they just throw to their receivers. There was one game where I think A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith had 20 out of 22 catches that game for the team. So they win with just receivers. They can win with tight ends. They win with the run game. So you have to have answers. So you have to have the short passing game match, match with the intermediate and the deep passing game, throw to running backs when that's available. Um, I think you get into you get into problems when it's like, I need my running back to catch 80 passes. You know, when you get into – uh, when you try to hit quotas and all that stuff, that's when I think you get into issues. So um, it's just more options. So I like the short passing game because it's another answer to what defenses throw at you. So what, after quarterback, what's your top three most important positions in football right now? How has that changed over the years? I think it's receiver and corner are the next ones. Now, wow. Okay. And, 
and it's not it's not necessarily individuals. It's kind of it's units. Okay. So okay. it's coverage unit as a whole. Okay. Um, we the nerds call it a weak link weak link system at cornerback. So if you have a great corner and you have a terrible one, it's pretty easy for the offense to attack yeah. the bad one. So you have to have depth at corner. So I really think it's receiver and corner, and then I think pass rusher is a little bit lower than we thought. We used to think it's left tackle and it's edge rusher, and some some people still think that, and that's fine. But I just look at what makes an impact in today's NFL. Assuming everything was average, where do I want my impact players? I want receivers and coverage players, we'll say, as the next two big players. It's so interesting because the Cowboys right now are at a place where, gosh, we need corner and wide receiver help. Like those two are the most, like two of the most important position groups in the sport nowadays, and the Cowboys have a huge need at both of those. Uh, and then, uh, gosh dang it. Uh, we might be dealing with a brain fart It's all right. You think right about now. that. I, I do have a question. As we talked with Steve Palazzolo, and did I nail that? The yeah, yeah. Of the last name. Let's well get done. it, baby. Nice work. Well, uh, otherwise known as PFF Steve or Steve PFF, however you want to go by. But we talk a lot about the team building structure. And what the Eagles are doing, and they moved on from Wentz, and they went with Jalen Hurts. And now we've heard rumblings about Howie Roseman and how maybe he's not even sold on Hurts, but yet Lurie is. When it comes to the team building, when you have – both a team like the Eagles that are so well-rounded, and then you have the quarterback. I don't know if you have any numbers at PFF that kind of illustrate the importance of the quarterback when you have like a Brock Purdy, for instance, where you can get the value not paying a guy $40 million, and you can put that money and allocate it to the rest of the roster versus, all right, I got a Pat Mahomes, a $50 million quarterback, but now I'm strapped at throwing those resources to the other positions. Yeah, so I think there's a lot to unpack there, but Mahomes is different than, say, Dak, right? Sure. Because Dak is sitting there on a four-year deal where you can't move the money as much. With Mahomes, with ten with a 10-year contract, you can plan, right? You, you can plan and say, this year, we can, we're going to have more rookies, so Mahomes' cap hit, we can move the money and give him more in the year we have rookies. And then when we have to re-sign players, we can take money away from Mahomes and push it to future years. You have more ability to manipulate things. So I think the, the order of operations is give me an elite quarterback at any price, don't care, we'll figure it out. And then it's like the rookie contract quarterback, if you know he's good, which is tough, but if you get that, that's the cheat code, right? That's what Dallas had for a few years with Dak. That's what maybe Brock Purdy is for the Niners, but it's what the Eagles have with Jalen Hurts. The Eagles have Hurts on a first contract, so they can go trade for A.J. Brown on draft night and say, yeah, we're going to build. The Chargers didn't go far in the playoffs, but they said, hey, we'll go get Khalil Mack. We'll go get J.C. Jackson. They can at least be aggressive. So I think that's what the numbers tell us, right? Elite quarterback, there's three or four of those guys then the rookie contract quarterback, then that next tier of quarterback, may even at $40 million. Like, Dak is probably still worth $40 million, but he, you know, that adds some constraints when you're dealing with, like, the Eagles with Hurts and then the Chiefs with a long contract in Mahomes. I know you could probably build a championship team with, with a quarterback like Dak at $40 million bucks, but how much more difficult does it make it? I mean, I think the Zeke thing makes it way more difficult. Okay. It's, it's, it's the running back, man. I mean, it's just... You can't do that. You can't have that type of con- – so it is more difficult, I mean, with Dak, right? So you have yeah. to um, – I think just common strategies that work historically are drafting more, right? I mean, if we're honest about draft evaluations – I know, Brian, you do great stuff with the draft, but if we're all honest about draft yeah. evaluations, you say we're going to miss a lot, right? Yeah. So picking 12 times is better than picking seven times, right. right? So that has to be baked in to the strategy, just admitting that there's some uncertainty here. Um, so drafting more – and then, you know, like the Chargers are another team that just fix their offensive line in an offseason by doing things multiple ways. So when you have a, a position unit, say it's corner, 
you you pick a free agent here at mid-tier, you use a high draft pick, you take a shot on a veteran. You have to do it multiple ways. And, again, referencing the Eagles, I thought their best move was James Bradbury this yeah. offseason, yeah. yeah. right? So that's wait till after the draft. He gets released. Pennies on the dollar. You don't lose a comp pick. They're going to get a comp pick for him. That's incredible business. So you have to think of all those team-building strategies and hit on them because Dak's going to take up more of the cap. Would you tag Pollard? Nah, it's it's cl- no, just because of the running back market right now. You got to understand the, the yearly market too, right? I think there's going to be second day, you know, day two running backs, even some day three running backs mm-hmm. that are really good. So there's just a history of that, like Tyler Algier. Like nobody mm-hmm. is talking about him. He was a very good what fifth round pick yeah. for the Falcons, even though Brees Hall was nice for the Jets in the second, but Tyler Algier was there in the fifth. There are players to get in on day two and three in the draft. Steve, if you had to do it away of the Rams or somebody like the Steelers. Or the Cowboys that like to draft, which way you, which way is more Ooh. appetizing to you? I think it's safer to draft. I think it's safer. The Rams one is um, – I know it worked last yeah. year. It absolutely worked. Yeah. I want, they deserve credit for that, but you also saw the downside of it this year, right? right. Because they have to – they don't hate draft picks. They hate the top draft picks, right? Yeah. They draft a lot, yeah. you know, picks 100 through 260. But, they, but what they had done for a few years is they stole a starting linebacker, stole a starting safety in rounds four and five. It's tough to do that consistently when they do it it's like all right you just found you stole a bunch of starters it's tough to be a consistent winner maybe the way the rams do it okay so we know how important the secondary is in these corners are or is it a no-brainer to make trayvon Diggs one of the highest paid corners in the sport if you're the cowboys i'm not you know i think it's close there i mean trayvon he's up and down in our numbers we know he gives up big plays we know that he's a, a playmaker i wasn't expecting him to have 11 interceptions this year but i thought he played better you know so i mean that's the that's the struggle with that position. Um, I'm okay paying that, but again, you, it's a position you have to attack with depth, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think we think too much about starters, right? Two receivers mm-hmm. and two corners. I want four corners and I want four receivers because you match up better on a week-to-week basis, and then when there's injuries, you can't get exploited as much. So attack it with depth, even if there is one guy getting paid. Sure, let's pay Trayvon Diggs, but you still have to attack the position in volume. PFF, Steve, that was awesome, man. We love what you're doing. Yeah, thank Keep you. Keep it up, dude. It's Fantastic, so so man. good. Larry is here on Radio Row on the number one, a number one air hot seat, the heating, electric, and plumbing pros. Our coverage is brought to you by Rally House, your home for officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House. And we're back to go around the rim here on the fan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Nation. We are live on Radio Row. 
It's been an NBA trade deadline afternoon here on the fan. A lot of interesting stories for the Mavs and other teams in contention. Here's Eric Chiafano to take you around the rim. Yes, sir. Thank you. Deadline day has come and gone in the association. And uh, for the second time in Radio Row history, ladies and gentlemen, the G-Bag Nation cuts the lights out. We put the kids to bed. And thanks to Rally House and A number one air, we are going all the way around the rim. Always a special occasion when it's uh, deadline day in the NBA and trades go down, news gets broken. Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun right now, okay? So if you're just waking up and maybe you had yourself a long night, yes, that did happen. Kevin Durant, the moment Kyrie Irving stepped on the court for the Mavericks last night, led them to a dominant, dominant victory. Phoenix was like, oh, crap, we better get our stuff together. And they went and traded the, uh, well, the whole farm, really. They sold the farm, and they got themselves Kevin Durant, and now we're all a little bit nervous, especially when you consider the fact that Brian Windhorst earlier today said uh, something alluding to the fact, he says, if you think this is over, it ain't over. Kyrie really was interested in being in Phoenix, so just start thinking about that. Uh, But no, Brian, uh, I will deny your request. I will not think about that because all I'm thinking about right now is Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and these Dallas Mavericks going to get somebody on the buyout market to add to the depth, and let's go full force into the Larry O'Brien championship victory. 42 days. That's all I need for you to do right now, Kyrie. Hell yes. 42 days. And then your best behavior. And then we'll we'll sort this thing out when we all get there. Who do you guys trust more right now, uh, uh, Wojbaum or Shams, the Riz God? I got to say, I think Shams has eclipsed Woj for me. Okay. Broadus, do you feel the same, Dawson? If um, if, if I need to pick first, I'm going to go with Shams. If I need it to be 100% right, I'm going Woj. Okay, and I think that's I think that's very very fair. It looks like according to NBA Muse today, uh, there were 21 trades that went down, uh, and this is from two hours ago. The numbers might be slightly off here, but from what I have, 21 NBA trades, 11 were broken first by Shams, 10 were Woj bombs. Wow. Shams gets them again. That's back to back years. Shams takes down Mr. Adrian Wojnarowski. Just by one, it's always tight. It's and always a, a point here, a point there, but that's what it takes when you're talking about the greats. I think he's got Kay Adams' heart, too. Oh, yeah. You know? He's got Kay there, Adams right where he wants See, it. there's there's a reason he's playing hard now. There's a reason why he's... He's starting to dial yeah, it up a little bit. Yeah, he's dialing it in because he's got to prove to Kay that he can get this thing done. Yeah, he absolutely does. So now that uh, Kyrie is gone uh, from Brooklyn and... Kevin Durant is also gone from Brooklyn. We know James Harden is gone from Brooklyn. That has to be uh, the single most uh, just spectacular failure in the history of super teams in sports or whatever. Like, I, I can't. Do you Philly, guys, Phillies took a, the, the, the Philadelphia uh, Eagles at that, that run where they thought they had the Namdi Austin. Oh, yeah. They took a little run. Ooh, around. That was, okay. That was, okay. A, that was a big kind of. That was nah. colossal. Colossal <laughs> failure. Colossal yeah. failure. Yeah. New York about 14 years ago, they had Mello and Amari Stoudemire and I believe Allen Houston. And they thought they were going to cut down the net. Oh, no. That ended up with Amari Stoudemire, I believe, punching out a fire hydrant yeah. in one of the NBA arenas and uh, gashing up his wrist pretty good. That's pretty bad. Uh, okay, let's go around the room here. I don't know if you guys know the answer to this question uh, or if we're all fart. just guessing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go fart on this one, too. How many games do you believe the the big three of Kyrie, KD, and James Harden played together at the same time? It was 16. Brian Broaddus, you win, sir. I wish I could fart on that, but that I, is true. Because you wow. Ian Eagle told us they were 13-3. and three. Yeah. Oh, wow. He told okay. us in the interview yesterday. He That's told the us only in the interview yesterday. Okay. Very yeah. good. Hey, don't ever accuse me of not listening. He nailed it. I shouldn't have said nailed us. Yeah. Well. Uh, or did he? 
How was was Sean there? Sounds like it'd be private. He was watching. He was watching for sure. Uh, two first round sweeps is what they had as well. That big three era in Brooklyn. That's what their that, that's that's part of their playoff history was two not one Banner. but two first round sweeps. So did they win just one series together? I I believe so. Well. They didn't even have it was like a 2021 first round series. You had Kevin Durant with his toe on the line of a three pointer that would have oh, maybe knocked out the played, Bucks when he played yes. like 75 that was minutes. Yes. The Bucks won the overtime yeah. game, and I don't yeah. know if they had Harden at that point. I really can't remember, but that was as close as things got for them. Otherwise, it was embarrassing. They got oh, swept by Boston. Yeah, they got swept. By they got Boston. swept by Boston in the in the playoffs last year. So total disaster. Uh, you had the Sixers and the Celtics playing last night, and you had Blake Griffin go. Five of eight from the three, okay? And it was a revenge game for him. Ooh. He's not a fan wait, of Doc wait, he's Rivers. He's a revenge every night. Hasn't he played, like, for 12 teams? But specifically Doc Rivers, no. who, he played, who is his coach in, with uh. the Clippers in Lob City. I guess he doesn't like them um, or like him much at all. And we know Doc Rivers is known for having a lead in a series and then botching it because he doesn't know how to adjust and things like that. And so what you had from Blake Griffin at the podium last night was uh, just calling out Doc Rivers saying – uh, well, he just didn't adjust. Doc didn't adjust to me, and that's the story of his career. No disrespect. Uh, Blake Griffin taking the shots at Doc Rivers last night. Wow. Uh, and and I, I'll tell you this. Michael Lombardi, uh, who is the best man of Brian Broaddus, and he is an NFL Super Bowl champion. He was on with us yesterday, friend of the show. And a true mensch. We were cut, uh, and good point by Wolchuk there. We were all hanging out, uh, catching up a few uh, I was stealing few hours snacks. ago. I was taking yeah. snacks. Yeah. I was stealing snacks they from the DraftKings area. I got, they, you know, I had, and then the guy put a sign out, don't steal sn- snacks. Oh, he did? Yeah, but I, I apologized. I said, hey, I've been on your show. He goes, oh, no, I didn't do that for you. I kind of felt like he put the sign on there because I took a Gatorade, a couple power bars. Yeah, I think I, made, they, I, I went a little overboard. I think that they were a little bit like they didn't want to say it to your face. They were a little bit annoyed, but he did say there was a woman that came by earlier. They didn't know who she was, and she was, she was shoveling everything in she her purse. Yeah. They said, "Man, what are you doing?" She just stared right at him and walked right off. That was my mom. Wow. I haven't seen your mom here. Very no, aggressive. No, she's uh, she's stealthy that way. She's, she's, just here to, had, she's just here to get me snacks. She had to feed her boys. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, very true. Ooh, Hall of Fame This mom. is exciting news as we go around the rim regarding the Mavs. Luca has been upgraded to questionable for tomorrow night's game in Sacramento. So we might get Luca and Kyrie together for the first time against the Kings, Sacramento's baby. playing like well, that, man, we'll back to back. I like the sound of that. Uh, just to finish it up, Michael Lombardi, big Sixers fan, big basketball brain. He said bleep Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid. He wants them both gone. So that's coming right out of filthy. I, I like would still fan. take Joel Embiid. I just want to say that. Even though he is questioning his work ethic, I will take that questionable work ethic. Hey, Draymond Green, what do you think about Kyrie and Luka playing together? Quote, I don't love it. Very hard to stop. Very hard to stop. Kyrie, one of the best scorers in the in the sport. One of the best, if not the best, ball handlers. Tough shot taker, tough shot maker. Mavericks are going to be an absolute B to defend moving forward. That's from Draymond Green. Love it. Thank you, Chiafalo. CD talking Cowboys live on Radio Row. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Go to windownation.com. We have uh, a CD talking Cowboys, then the Expressway next in the nation. I want to chat with you about the Frankels, though, before we do anything else, though, because I hope you don't get in a wreck on the way home or tomorrow morning or anytime soon. right? But if you do, if you, if you do get in an accident and it's not your fault, you're going to want to call. Our friends at the Frankels, 214-333-3333. The website is truckwreck.com, and they're available for you right now just like they are for me. 
Uh, we have an open case with the Frankos right now. Last May had a vehicle accident coming down 635. You know, luckily it wasn't one of these big trucks that can really ruin your life, but we've suffered severe consequences as a result. This was just a little coupe. You know, guy wasn't paying attention. Traffic was stopping. You're coming down uh, 635 there into town east. It kind of bottlenecks a little bit, and it always slows down, especially in the right lane. Guy wasn't paying attention. Next thing you know, I'm across town a little bit, get a call from the fiancé wife. Baby's crying. Uh, mom-in-law is sitting there in an ambulance. She's still having severe lower back issues, and it's gone spinal. Fiance wife months later dealing with the pinched nerve complications. And, you know, these are pains and sufferings that may never go away. Uh, plus, lost wages and vehicle issues. The Frank- Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.